everybody. It is February 1st, 2018, and you are listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I am Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Hugh Perry. Mm-hmm. Kelsey Lavati. Hi. And Matt Wood. I'm very talented. <laughs> you are, Matt. You are very talented. This is true. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you at all on that one. You're very... <laughs> You're very talented. What's, what's to disagree with? It's true. It's true. I don't know. We can't. There's nothing to disagree with. You're you're amazing. Keep going. Um, uh, and attractive. Oh. And attractive. Oh. You know, this nice is sh- why I come back every week. You're a very nice shirt. Oh, you're sweet. Um, and your mustache freaks me out less and less every week. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it looks yeah. good tonight. Oh, Kel- yeah. yeah, even Kelsey's. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> Kelsey's in on the act, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Myra better watch out. <laughs> she she watches out on you. Who's this Canadian fancy gal? <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, we were supposed to have Game of the Year deliberation, deliberations this week, but we had to push them off. Mm. Uh, we're going to be doing them all on Sunday instead of breaking that between this week and uh, this, this recording session and, and Sunday. So Super Bowl Sunday, we're going to have a nice big recording session um, where we're going to debate and finally put to bed the games of 2017. Um, but this bit. week, we're going to look ahead to the games of 2018. Mm. So um, we're looking forward to doing that. But first, we got to get through some of our... Our usual, uh, our usual business here. Matt's making finger guns. Um, it's 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 all going very very well. He looks even uh, more like a member of the village people now. That's <laughs> whatever. You do have a little bit of like the construction worker shirt on, so you're, you're they, kind of getting there. You know, they you entertained a whole generation, so I don't know what the insult it's, is. <laughs> it's true. And another whole another generation at roller rinks. Yeah, exactly. After, <laughs> after that. It's apparently fun to stay there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a lot to get through today, um, and a lot of fun stuff to go through. I gotta look at my show notes to see what we got. Okay, so uh, we're also gonna talk a little bit about Battlefront Two. I know I'm guessing Hugh that you put this in the document because it seems like see. a very Hugh story to to want to speak about. See. Um, so we'll speak a little bit about Battlefront Two and what's going on with that. Um, but first, we should talk about some video games that we've been playing um, since most of us have put stuff in the dock. To, to to talk about. I will not say who didn't put anything in the doc to talk about. Um, Matt, I think that on your screen... I know, as soon as I did it, position. I Because <laughs> for me, you're pointing off of the screen entirely. I, just, it, <laughs> it was a joke for myself, I guess. Yeah, it was a, jo- it was a joke for yourself. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, we're streaming for patrons, so if, if you can see, if patrons are watching, you can see who I'm pointing at right now, who, who didn't put the, the, the doc. Oh, Batman. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did Batman. not shit. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's let's do this. I'm going to put three minutes on the clock and and have uh, Hugh. You're going to go first today, my friend. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm putting three three minutes on the clock and go. Um, so as with five million other people, um, I am playing Monster Hunter World, and I will start with what annoys me greatly about that video game. Um, first of all, god damn does that game have some pointlessly obtuse systems. Um, like, for a game that's supposedly the most welcoming entry in this series, shit, do I not want to play any of the others, because damn, like, 
is it just a blank screen and you have to try and build the game yourself? Um, the control system is really needs some reworking. Um, I I struggle with it. Like I'm about ten hours into the game and I still like make mistakes which prove to be fatal in the game um and also joining up with your friends um i won't go into details but the best way to describe it is it's a complete and utter ball ache um and is pointlessly convoluted um but onto the good um it's a (laughs) yes please (laughs) it's well you know and get that out of the way and then we can talk about the nice things but it's a fantastic video game. It's a hell of a lot of fun. The aesthetic is awesome. Like, visually, it's very, very, very pretty. Um, tons of character. Um, a really good um, character creator at the start. It's a little bit disappointing when you see a character in the world because they don't quite look the same, but that's nothing unusual in a video game. Um but yeah, it's it's good fun. Like joining up with your friends, hunting monsters down with crazy ass weapons and just going nuts is tons of fun. Um and I've also put a ton more time into Subnautica and I'm still really, really enjoying it. Um it's still like once or twice I've kind of got to the point with it where I'm kind of like I don't feel like anything's happening here anymore. And then all of a sudden I'll find something and I'm like, whoa, okay, I'm back in. And I just keep like plowing more time into it. Um, And now Bobby's playing it as well. And I've got someone to talk to it about. I have an enabler. Um, (laughs) So I made a what is video, which will be out today when this show goes out. Um, which check it out um, if you're interested in it. I this sort of so far is all right. It's early days, but this could be one of my surprises of the year. Um, it's just crazy the sort of the sense of scale in the game, and also like the sense of isolation and claustrophobia because the majority of the time you're in the water is like awesome. Um, so yeah, Subnautica. I, I anticipate I will play many, many more hours of that game. All right. Very, very cool. Um, yeah, I, I put some time into it as well. Um, and, uh, I'll start my three minutes now so we can, t- we can just keep talking about it. Uh, it's the main thing I've been playing over the last, uh, week or week and a half or so. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm not usually a survival game type of guy. Um, I usually get kind of bogged down with the, a lot of them have a lot of systems, you know, hunger, cold, thirst, uh, you know, there's, there's like a, a, a bone like a bone like you have broken bones you've all like the long dark something that gets very complicated with the amount of systems you're dealing with body temperature um and, and very nicely of subnautica if you're playing with any of those things on which one of us on this podcast is um uh only does thirst and hunger of, of like those survival things so it's only two things you have to manage and as i understand it it gets easier as the game goes along there is um a lot of uh there's a lot of 
upgrades and stuff you can do that kind of start making water and food for you so you don't have to go out hunting for it. Uh, but what I like about it, it has a nice sense of mystery to it. It, it has a... I was playing last night and there's little story beats throughout it that are like, hey, uh, in the form of radio messages, we're like, hey, uh, there's a crashed pod over here and you go to it and you find a, a blueprint for something. Um, but one of them was like, oh, hey, we're the rescue ship coming to pick you up. Go to this location. I'm like, oh, okay. So I go to that location and there is something there that I would never have expected to be in this game. Like I didn't know the game went to a place like that. I don't want to spoil it because I think a lot of a lot of what's so cool about the game is that discovery stuff. Um, but it was it's very, very neat. And, and like I said, very unexpected. Uh, it also looks great. And it's one of the few games that I play with a mouse and keyboard instead of a controller. I started out using a controller on the PC and I, I just didn't like it. It was much more too difficult to do like the fine control stuff in that game. So I'm using a mouse and keyboard and it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun. It's been, it's been really great so far. I'm looking forward to playing more. I've only put about six hours into it. So I'm looking forward to see what else there is. Uh, the other thing I did, uh, Hugh and I played some Sea of Thieves um, and there's a video out for that right now Yarr. over on our YouTube channel, uh, Talking Games Videos. Uh, the closed beta just ended, uh, I guess, the 31st, so the day we're recording this, I think, was is the last day of the beta. Um, yeah, it's closed now. It's it's it's, it's done now. Uh, the game comes out in March. I don't know if they're going to do another test before the game comes out. Uh, I had a lot, we had a lot of fun. It's it's It was a lot of just pick up a mission, jump on your pirate ship and sail it to an island and, and dig up some treasure, and you can meet other players along the way who can try to take you, take your boat out and take your, take your stuff. You can get away laid by skeletons or whatever. It's made by rare studios who, um, huge developer back in the Nintendo days in, in, in the super Nintendo and then 64 days, uh, has done some good stuff when, since they got bought by Microsoft, but this feels like they're trying to kind of return to form after basically making avatars for the last, I think like 10 years or something like that. Uh, it was, it's fun. I, I really want to see what else is there other than what we've seen. Cause if it's just, the same sort of cycle of drop off this thing, go find this treasure with maps or, or I know there's like riddles and stuff like that. Like it's cool, but I can't see it being a game that I get really excited about. But, but I've, I have heard that there are probably things that they're not, haven't been showing in the beta and that there are more in depth and sort of interesting systems to be found. So uh, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Um, and really quick, I, uh, but I mine came to visit this past weekend, so we ended up playing some couch multiplayer games. We played Ultimate Chicken Horse uh, and Gang Beasts on the PS4, and that was great fun. Ultimate Chicken Horse is an awesome game. It's basically like competitive Mario Maker. Basically, you have a level, a, a, a start, and a goal, and you have to you get a toolbox of one one thing you can pick up uh, for the beginning of a round, and you're trying to build your way to be able to complete the level. But if everybody finishes the level nobody gets any points. And if nobody finishes the level, nobody gets any points. So you're trying to build it in a way that sort of plays to your strengths um, to try to be able to complete it without the other people being able to complete it. Um, and it's it's very fun, very back and forth, really, really fun. Um, and I also played a game called Brawl Out on the Switch, which is like a Smash Brothers clone. Um, it's a brawler. Uh, it has some characters. That is like the main character from Hyper Light Drifter in it as a playable character and the lead character from Guacamelee as, as a playable character. Oh, it looks cool. nice. It runs well. It doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles on it, um, but it, it played nicely. Uh, the character roster seems like it's only about, I don't know, like 15, 20 characters. So 
Usually in a game like this, I would want a lot more, but I, I think for 20 bucks on the Switch while you're waiting for actual Smash Brothers to debut, it's not a bad, not a bad game to take a look at. But that's what I've been, uh, that's what I've been doing uh, this past week. Uh, Matt. Hey, hey, Bob. You've got uh, some new stuff on here and some old stuff. Hey. Uh, looking forward to hearing what it's all about. And go. Okay. I don't have the list in front of me. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I will start with the old stuff because it's me. Um, I started playing a little bit of Republic Commando. So, I got the old Xbox out. And it's still weird to uh, go to like the Xbox main menu. And it's like, oh, yeah. No, it's totally January 2018. And you're just like... Yeah, that's so sad that you still know that. Because um, <laughs> you, you haven't been turned on in so long. Uh, but I've been playing Republic Commando, which is not as great as it was in like 2005. So, I don't know. It, but it was very good in 2005. It was right? very good in 2005. It does. It, it didn't age well. It's just, I don't know, it's one of those cases of like, I don't know, I just remember it being like, oh, it's just like Halo, right? And it's not at all. It's, 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 it was fun, but uh, I played a little bit of that. Uh, I still can't find a freaking rock band guitar, um, <laughs> which should not be as difficult as it is. For what system? Uh, uh, PS3. I, I want to play Beatles oh, okay. Rock Band. I want to play Beatles okay. Rock Band and not just default to singing. Um, because I have the <laughs> microphone, and don't worry, I'm great. But <laughs> prove it. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I'm having a very, very difficult time uh, finding one. I found a guitar. I was okay. very excited. I brought it home. Uh, turns out I didn't have a little wireless dongle. So I had to go back. I got the wireless dongle, brought the wireless dongle back. Guitar didn't work. So <laughs> it's. It's getting to be very frustrating. And I played a new video game that came out on the Switch, and I believe the PlayStation 4 and the... And I think it's on PC, too. But PC, yes. Yeah. Yes. Celeste. It is yeah. a very impressive little game. It, uh, and by little game, I, you know, it's a little indie kind of developed game. Uh, it, when, you, when you turn it on, the developer is Matt Makes Games. Mm -hmm. And so every time I, I turn it on and it says, like, Matt makes games, I'm like, and, and he plays them, too. Um, <laughs> Wonderful, Matt. I love it. <laughs> I really I, I love um, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like a retro platformer. Um, it, <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, if you, if you, did you play Super Meat Boy? Yes, yes. Okay. It's, it's one of those, it's one of those, you know, where you die, you instantly spawn back. You know, it's very, very challenging. So it's kind of a amped up, uh, platformer. I haven't gotten too deep into it. Uh, so I don't, you know, I can't tell you like too much of where the story is going. But, you know, you play as this character. I think her name's like Madeline. I think that's right. Yes, Madeline. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a platformer, so it doesn't necessarily need to have, like, a super deep story. But Madeline deals with, like, anxiety and depression and, and, and like, panic attacks and all these things. And the way, like, you know, she speaks about them, it's like, 
it's it's very real and if you've ever had you know like a panic attack or you know dealt with depression and you read these things you're just kind of like oh god like i'm sympathizing like with this you know pixel and i don't know it's 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 kind of one of these like unnecessary things uh you, you know it's a platform right it doesn't need to have that big of a plot it doesn't have need to have that level of depth but it handles it pretty well from what I've seen. Like, like nothing has been too overboard, uh, mm. you know. Um, it, 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 it touches on it. You know, it's about, like, facing, like, fears and uh, accepting your fears and things like that. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, I'm not a fan of the graphics. I, you know, it's kind of like pixel retro style. Uh, sometimes I think it's, it's, it looks real good, like like Shovel Knight. Uh, other times like this, it's like, you know, like pixel, like, like eight bit games didn't look like that. You know, it, it's like, it, it's one of these cases of like, you know, you're being a snob. I'm being a little bit of a snob just because it's <laughs> like, it, it's one of these cases. It, I don't know. It, it's, if that came out like on the NES and looked like that, like if it came out on the NES and played like it, that'd be amazing. But like, if it looked like that, it would, it would look weird and it just i don't know i i i i would have preferred probably like an animated style i think it would have been more effective but like the pixel style is kind of bizarre uh especially given like the subject matter where you feel like i don't know maybe like a little bit of depth with the characters like animating the characters features and stuff they might have been able to convey more uh where it's more or less just text um but i don't know i mean it's a small developer it's probably like four people that were involved so I can't like judge them too much, but no, it, it is an insanely addicting, addictive uh, video game. Like it's 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 a lot of fun, and uh, and yeah, you might learn something too. <laughs> yeah, I've seen um, I've seen some g- gameplay videos of it, and it seems pretty crazy at, yeah. at times. I saw I saw one on Reddit the other day that was like in- insane. I think it was one of the B side. Levels which mm, unlock yeah. after you beat the levels, but it was like they had to basically stay in the air for the entire level in order to get through it. Yeah, yeah. So there's things like you have like this like kind of like jump meter where you can like kind of do air jumps, but you know you can't do it too often unless you like hit like a little icon. And you know when you pull it off, you feel like just a tremendous badass um, <laughs> that's playing a video game. Uh, but <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it's it's very difficult, but I feel like it's also rewarding. Like, it, it's one of those cases of just – and this is one thing that captures that 8-bit kind of style. When you actually accomplish something, you feel like, I did that. Like, it feels like, you know, it's one of those things of like, uh, you know, once you've done it once, you can then do it like a thousand times. But it took you, you know, hundreds of times to try it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that part that part's always you know that's 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 good stuff and the music's exceptional like the music is really really good so I, I think overall like a twenty dollar package it's definitely worth buying um, especially like with the switch kind of becoming the platform for that type of game yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to playing it I really liked uh, Towerfall. Which was yeah. this developer's previous game, right? So uh, I'm interested in playing it. It's interesting that it's a single player thing and it's not a multiplayer thing, uh, which you would have mm-hmm. thought they probably would have gone back to that well again, right? But uh, it's very cool that they didn't, and I'm looking forward to checking this out, even though I know it will drive me fucking crazy. Did you yeah. play uh, 
Cloudberry Kingdom. It was on the Wii U. It was on everything last no. generation, but it was like this insane platformer that was just one of those. It was built to basically drive you crazy. If yeah, you couldn't get it. You couldn't get it, and that's what I feel like this game is also yeah. sort of going for. I was reading a little bit about the development, and uh, it was mostly developed like over like a game jam. You know, where a bunch of developers mm-hmm. got together and uh, you know kind of create something quickly and. Uh, the the main developer, the guy that worked on Towerfall, Matt uh, Thorson, I don't know. Um, he said it's it, it was more influenced by like Super Mario Maker levels that he created and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I find that that's kind of interesting that we're kind of seeing uh, you know a couple of years away from Super Mario Maker, right? Maybe a little bit more of a resurgence with the platformer, uh, just yeah. because it was such an excellent tool. Yeah, that's that really needs neat. to be out on the really, Switch. Really neat. Immediately. <laughs> um, all right. So, Kelsey, do you have anything that you wanted to talk about? I know you didn't put anything on the list, but do you have anything you wanted to talk about? I didn't put anything on the list because I forgot. But I have okay. games. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's fine. So I'm, I'm going to start your timer right now. All right. So speaking into moving into 27, uh, 2018, I've only been playing 2017 games because I'm trying to catch up. And provide um, some hard-hitting journalism for the game of the year. So I've been playing Zelda. um, Trying to get a little far. And I'm coming to accept that there are certain parts of the game that you just can't go if you're a certain level. Um, I was in denial for a long time because I like climbing and like cutting over everything. But it doesn't work that way. Um, And I just learned that you can go to multiple shrines... And that way you get more hearts. So I've come so far with three hearts, and now I'm starting to accept that I need more. Um, and then I've <laughs> and then I've also been playing Night in the Woods. I'm trying to finish it, um, <laughs> and I'm still really enjoying it. I love like the mini games that they integrate in the game. Right now, I just played for about like half an hour before, and there was a mini game where you had to try to steal something from the store, and the clerk is like kind of watching you. And then your other friend B goes in to do it. And like the main character of the story, she really does speak like me. Like Justin and Bobby told me this, but every time I hear her speak, she sounds exactly like me. She's telling the clerk like, oh, you're just a cog in the machine, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's something so stupid, I would say. And so I'm really enjoying it. I'm excited to see where it goes. And I know there's going to be something that happens in the story that's going to make me cry. Um, So I'm excited to finish it. And then also, I went to an arcade uh, last Saturday. Uh, no, the weekend before. And I played uh, Mario Kart Arcade for an hour. <laughs> nice. It's good fun. Because <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, I don't know if you're aware, but I'm extremely competitive. <laughs> and my boyfriend thought it would be a great date uh, to go play video games at the arcade. And uh, once I started kicking his ass, I couldn't stop. And he also is very competitive, but I kept winning. So who's the better gamer? Me. <laughs> I've never been more proud of you, Kelsey. <laughs> and I also played, um, it was a Star Wars game, but you're on the Rebel Alliance. <sighs> that narrows what... it down. Hmm? Rebel Alliance? <laughs> was that the arcade no, no, no. game? No, no, no. You were in, um, not a, you were in an X-Wing. Was it, a, was it the arcade? Was that the arcade? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. The battle pods. Battle pods. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, the battle pods. Yeah, that. yeah, that thing's cool. Yes, that, that was really fun. That is fun. Yeah. And I thing. also played Dance Dance yeah. Revolution because I would play Dance Dance Revolution. I think since I was in high school and I used to play it at the movies, and then I saw it there and I was like, oh, nice, Dance Dance Revolution, and I sucked. And the worst part is, is like people are watching you, like they're standing behind and they're watching you like pick a song, and then you have to like jump, and they're watching you jump. Oh my god, it was. It wasn't as fun as I remember, that's for sure, because <laughs> my hips were hurting. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, that's uh, that's awesome. Um, so you did have some stuff, that you, but that, that Battle Pod game is pretty cool. Yeah. It is yeah, it was. It, it really did remind, because I never played it before, but it really reminded me of um, the, the, the levels that they have in Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Like it really, really yeah. reminded me of the the beginning scenes with the uh, in this ba- in Battlefront Two where you have to just take down the the rebels, except mm-hmm. it was the opposite. Right. And it really, really reminded me of that. It was cool. It was nice. I at least I knew how to play it. Like I was really worried that I was gonna suck, and then like my boyfriend who thinks I love Star Wars so so much was just gonna see me fail. <laughs> but I ended up doing okay. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, well, I mean, we're talking about Star Wars already. Hugh, do you want to talk about some uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2? Yeah. So basically some news came out uh, this week. Um, unsurprisingly, um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 um, fell short of EA's modeled um, expectations for sales. So they were... They'd modeled for 10 million shipments in its first quarter and they only shipped 9 million copies. So that's, you know, a, a chunk of copies short. Um, and uh, the GameSpot article that I'm reading, um, they were speaking to Blake Jorgensen, who's EA's CFO, Um who confirmed those figures and he says the battlefront 2 will reintroduce micro transactions and they quote in the next few months mm. um he says just what they need to win back all the hearts and minds <laughs> yeah 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 um and the article says whatever it's whatever the case ea says it believes micro transactions as a means to enhance the experience in our games However, the company cautioned that EA needs to do it the right way and avoid another Battlefront 2 type situation. Um, and it is another quote from um, Blake Jorgensen saying, going forward, we believe that live services that include optional digital monetization when done right, provide a very important element of choice that can extend and enhance the experience in our games. And when I read that, I just laughed to myself. I was like, well, you know, you were trying to make your game pay to win at first, so you know, you know, there's a bit of a backtrack. Uh, that um, definitely sounds just like corporate gobbledygook yeah. speak. Yeah, there's a bunch of words that don't mean anything. We have to say something. Yeah, jargon, flagon, bargain, dargon. And he says we're committed to continually working with our players to deliver the right experience in each of our games and live services. I'm surprised he doesn't use like buzz terms like touch base and stuff like that. Um, so the article basically goes on to say that, um, excuse me, in, in spite of Battlefront 2 falling short of sales expectations, um, it has actually, in terms of playtime, 
the people who are playing the game have logged twice as much playtime as Battlefront 1. So it's, you know, bad news sales-wise, but in terms of keeping people playing the game, I suppose it's good for it. But it, I just found that, like, an interesting article that um, in the wake of them... Um, like a website saying, you know, you've fallen short of sales on this game, they decide to go, yeah, well, you know that thing that, like, made loads of people um, cancel their pre-orders for this game? We're bringing it back. And I was just kind of like, yeah, that would be bad timing, you know. Um, I think they need to shut their mouths about microtransactions in Battlefront 2 until they can let us know what the hell they're planning. Um so yeah, I just thought that was quite an interesting thing. But do you think at this point they're just trying to get any money they can get out of it? Most likely, I, I mean, mean they, they have an established they, core, right? They have people that are playing it, so I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, they they're definitely getting numbers from somewhere. Like they have to have like a financial basis to make such rash decisions. And so I feel like they need to have some sort of proof that by integrating this again, it'll bring in profit. Yeah. Like they have to be seeing these number, numbers somewhere. That, like it has to come from somewhere. It's impossible that they would propose this idea in their office and not have some sort of chart that would show um, an inclination in like sales. It, it has to happen. So there has to be people like putting in a shit ton of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're. De- I mean, I, I think definitely. I mean, I think that. I, I think that they probably think at this point they've gotten the sales they're going to get at sixty dollars. Yeah. yeah. And so at this point, what is the harm in them other than, or they already have, they, they already had shitty public perception. They already tried to fix it. It didn't work um, for them, obviously, to hit their sales target, which makes you also think, what was their sales target? It must have been astronomical, right? I'm sure. I'm sure sure they were thinking it was going to sell more than the original. I don't know what it ended up doing in comparison to the original as far as sales go. Well, the launch quarter sales for the original game were 13 million. Um, and EA had modelled for 10 million shipments for Battlefront 2 during its first quarter. I guess in terms of, like, um, the way the market is right now, that kind of makes sense, Mm because I don't think people are buying as many video games right now. Um, But still, that's quite a lot. And they said they're, they're projecting to sell another 3 million copies during the EA's current fiscal year, boasting it boosting its total to potentially as many as 12 million units, but that's still yeah. 2 million down. And those units are going to be sold at a discount, right? I mean, it already is like, what, 30 bucks, 40 bucks? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think it's just a bad, they just got off to a bad start, and EA is in, is in such under fire from like every direction right now as far as the game industry goes no matter what they seem to do they they seem to be making the wrong moves uh we i mean i don't we weren't going to talk about say two in depth but they delayed anthem um 
till 2019 definitely definitely now they announced like i think they said spring 2019 is like the official time frame yeah which i still expect that to move yeah i still yeah yeah. like march of 2019 which is end of fiscal 2018 um i i don't know i mean i don't know i still expect that game to slip that that game feels like a holiday 2019 game to me if if that's the case well Uh, but I think that, and they, and they talked about how they're, if you read the Kotaku article, they're they're like moving all of these development resources into it. And it's like some sort of crazy last bet well, for it, Bioware. It's because, like you said, it's a last bet. Like they can't fuck up their next game because like people are ready to attack them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like no matter what they do, like I'm sure they, they're really worried about like public backfire because it's countless times that people have said even that they're fed up with them as a company and anything that they put out next, cause they did have kind of a rough year. So like anything that they put out next has to be not perfect, but like they really have to not fuck it up, you know, yeah. to get like such a backlash that they might not have gotten if they did like receive it this, this past year, but they're making up for a lot more with, a new game than they would if, yeah. if they hadn't fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other thing um, that came out today, I I think it's kind of a little bit of speculation, um, especially seeing as how what they're basing it on hasn't been announced, which to me at this point in time seems odd. Um, I read today that it's... Um, Basically, another part of why they moved Anthem back is because it was in the same release window as the unannounced um, Battlefield game, which is supposedly coming out this year, Um, which to me sounds odd that it hasn't been announced yet, if it's going to be out this year, Um, because they don't want, after sort of like the lukewarm reception that um, Mass Effect Andromeda got, they don't want anything to sort of come out around the same time as Anthem that could overshadow it. Um, Mm. So there's also, like, that as well. But until this supposed Battlefield game that's coming out this year gets announced, I I don't think anyone could say with any, you know, for sure that that is another contributory factor on that so yeah i also just don't think that it doesn't it doesn't they're not the same game they're the same type of game so to say like oh we don't want two big games coming out in the same window doesn't make any sense to me i don't i don't feel like and it's nothing it's nothing ea haven't done before they release big games in close proximity to each other all the time yes and sometimes it's been bad like they released titanfall and battlefield right next to each other and that really screwed titanfall over um but but those are because they're the two first-person shooters, and there was there was Call of Duty, then Titanfall, then Battlefield in three successive weeks. I I, I think that um, with uh, with Anthem, I don't think that you're you're really pulling from exactly the same pool if you're you're looking at that. Just like I don't think if you released Destiny and Battlefield in the same like window, they would necessarily kill each other's sales in, in any in any type of major way. I think that they're different games. One will most likely be a loot-based, third-person um, action RPG in, in, in Anthem, and one will be a first-person linear shooter that will 
be mostly focused on multiplayer and have a six hour campaign. You know, so there's there's a, there's a big difference between the, those two games. One and one sci-fi, heavily sci-fi. The other one, heavily realistic. You know, so there's a lot of differences there. I I think, um, but. Uh, it's been a it's been a bad time for EA. And the only thing they got really is their sports stuff right now to hang their hat on and say, hey, everybody still likes the sports stuff we're doing, except for basketball, which is no one's no one's liked in a long time. But at least we put it out this year, and it, no, not everyone hated it. Wait, uh, do I, well, do they make the basketball? Is that they make NBA Elite? Well, it's NBA oh, Live again now. Oh, it's NBA Live again now. Okay. NBA Live noted for the fact that a couple of years ago they had a game. They rebranded NBA Elite. They sent out copies to reviewers and I think they sent out copies to retailers and then pulled the game uh, before it was supposed to come out. And so it never came out like the game never came out mm, um, yeah. and it was mm. done. It was already like ready press and ready to go to stores. Um, it's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with Battlefront 2. Um, but let's talk about the 2018 in in yes. gaming. Uh, we've we've already started it. We're we're in the midst of it at the moment. Um, we talked about Subnautica, and we also talked about um, Monster Hunter World, which Monster Hunter World came out on the 26th, along with Dragon Ball Fighters. That's what I used to Fighters. say it. Dragon Ball Fighters, <laughs> which is <laughs> the, the lamest way you could possibly say that. It should be yeah. Fighter Z. It should be yes. Fighter Z. Yes. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the third version of that where they replace the E in Fighter with a with a three. Mm, okay. That would make that that'll be a really nice logo that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's getting very, very good um very good reviews. As well. yeah. uh, all, everything that's come out so far in January has been doing pretty well. Subnautica, um Celeste, which Matt talked about. Yeah. Uh um, I guess Kirby Kirby PUBG came out uh, earlier this year, <laughs> earlier this month. The Kirby Battle Royale came out for the three. Is that years. the one that's like? It, there's one that's like free to play. It's not that one, right? I don't think so. Oh, I don't okay. know. I I, I I I don't follow Kirby too much. Um, I, I hope I hope Fortnite don't get wind of that. They might sue them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also came out. Uh, a game interesting called Iconoclasts, which is a um, like a Metroidvania uh, style game. It's out for PS4, Mac, Windows, and Vita. Actually, mm. um, it looks pretty cool. It's got a pixel art, like 16-bit pixel art uh, style going on. It looks neat. Um, Lost Sphere came out, which is from Tokyo RPG Factory. It's kind of mimicking like a Chrono Trigger-ish type of type of dealio. Um, I haven't heard great things about it. I've heard middling things about it, but. That's what came out already. The Inpatient, which is a sequel to our prequel to Until Dawn, uh, but it's only on PSVR. Is it um, yeah, my friend Richard has been playing that, and um, he said it's the only PSVR game that's ever made him feel sick. Hmm. So apparently, there's really bad problems with it, like making people nauseous. All right, for that, good to so. know. Good to know. Um, so in, in the, uh, January is pretty heavy. Uh, February is is not so much very heavy. Um, it's what we would probably call a light month. Uh, yes. Th- things that to uh, I'm going to say some stuff that I think is exciting, and if anybody else has anything else, please bring it up. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus is is coming out. It's a full remake of that game. It looks New really good. It does look really it does. good. It looks beautiful. really, really good. That's an amazing game. I love Shadow of the Colossus. I've never played Shadow of the mm. Colossus. It, it's such terrific. a good game. So this might be my my time. 
to play Shadow Have you played of the it, Kelsey? Yeah, I played it uh, when it had come out. It was like 2013, no? Or like... Uh, yeah, it was released on PS3. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've always heard wonderful things about it, but never never played it. And so I think this is going to be my time to, yeah. to play that Once- game. The music, oh my god, oh my god! I think I think the word the word classic is um, deservedly used yeah. in conjunction with that game. Yeah, it's a good game. Good yeah. game. Uh, so let's see what else we got here. Um, interestingly enough, one of I feel like the very very early early access games on Steam, Rust, is getting like a <laughs> 1.0 release. Um, They've also said it's coming at some point to consoles as well, so that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a what I affectionately or disaffectionately call rock and stick game. Um, uh, <laughs> it's th- th- that's the reason. Those kind of games are the reasons why I was like, when you told me you were playing Subnautica, Hugh, I was like, oh, I don't know, because like I, I, I get very like worried about those games where you have to manage a bunch of of survival yeah, systems. Yeah, Rust, Rust, I have no interest in. Um... <laughs> In mm. playing at all, uh, Dragon Quest Builders comes to the Nintendo Switch, which I didn't play it when it was on the other consoles. It's like a Dragon Dra- Dragon Quest Minecraft type of thing. Um, uh, Owl Boy, which was out on PC last year, which is a very interesting looking uh, platform. Current Humble Bundle. Yes, it's in the Humble Bundle. Yeah, but it's out for Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One in February. Matt made a very like disgruntled face. No, no, I, I, I I've seen it. I, it's, I got nothing. I got nothing. Let's let's not make this a thing. I'm 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 sure Alboy is terrific. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. Uh, the Secret of Mana remake, Matt. How are you feeling about that? I think that's fine. Uh, you know, it's I I've never been the person that's beat the drum for Secret of Mana, but you know it it's an interesting concept. A pretty early multiplayer RPG that you know, and the the remake. Looks good. I like the art style. It it you know invokes the because that was, that game you know was coming out around Final Fantasy three and uh, Chrono Trigger and all of those darker kind of. I mean, I'm not saying Chrono Trigger is like really dark, but you know it, it had a very kind of bleaker style. Whereas Secret of Mana was always like the bright and colorful one. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I'm hoping that they refine the in-game menus because. In the original Secret of Mana, boy, were they bad. Yeah. They were bad. All right. Laying down that smackdown on the menu system in Secret of Mana. <laughs> Boom. Oh, hardcore journalism we've got going on. Um, yep. Uh, February 16th, uh, we've got Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 coming to Nintendo Switch <gasps> in a two-pack. Yeah. You oh. excited, Kelsey? Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> they are both very excellent games and very cool yeah. that they're coming mm-hmm. to the Nintendo Switch. Um, especially since they announced Bayonetta 3 at the Game Awards, so it's good to oh, get oh, out Oh, my there. God. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. <laughs> I think, guys, should we leave and let Kelsey have a private moment? Yeah. With Bayonetta? <laughs> uh, um, Fee is also, F-E is also coming out, which was announced two E3s ago. It was, it's uh, EA, it's like, it's like from the same program where they released that Yarn Man game. Uh, it's not the same developers, but it's like the same. It's like the oh, same. Shit. What was initiative. that game called? Uh, Yarny. Uh, wasn't his it, name? No, Yarny? It wasn't his name was Yarny. Un, un, 
Unbound? Un- no, Unraveled. 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 Yeah. There, there you go. go. With Yarny. So that sort of, uh, that that kind of like art game, indie game initiative that that EA was doing, this is part of a part of that. Um, and another one of those games is actually coming out this, this year, um, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, Metal Gear Survive is on uh, February 20th. Uh, nice. I put a little bit of that beta. Um, it seemed fine for being the kind of game it was, but just not what I'm looking for in a Metal Gear game. So I'm, I'm good on that one. Those um, days are over. Those days are over, but they're going to be new days when Death Stranding comes out. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, in, in, in the world of like, in the world of like crazy, I can't believe this is an actual entry. De Blob 2 is getting a remaster <laughs> yeah. on PS4 and Xbox yeah. One. De Blob was a cool, was a Wii, right? Original Wii? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was a cool um, game. And I think De Blob 2, though, was, uh, was on everything, right? It was on right. Xbox 360 and PS3, I think. Because they had to make uh, money. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But it, that, yeah, the Bob was cool. It was a, it was a cool. The first one was a cool Wii exclusive, and and it's a neat game. Um, um, also, there's that um, Past Cure, which looks kind of cool. Um, what is that? Looks kind of like a survival horror type thing. Oh, okay. Um, it looks quite interesting. All right. It it doesn't have. I, I just went to their Wikipedia page, and there's nothing on it. So <laughs> yeah, I think you've got to go on their. Um, <laughs> Uh, their website for information about it. Phantoms. <laughs> it's from Phantom H Studio. Um, Final Fantasy 15 is coming to Windows. If people are excited about that. Um, Scribblenauts Showdown. Is that a new Scribblenauts game? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it's like um, kind of like almost like a PvP um, type thing in it. Announced in January 2018, Scribblenauts Showdown is a party game for up to four players using mini games based on the Scribblenauts formula. The Can game I write is dirty words yet? Being developed by Shiver Entertainment and published by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment for release on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Um, expected release date March 6, 2018. Uh, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, uh, oh, yeah, quickly, on, going back to Past Cure. Um, Pascure is a cinematic story-driven experience where the player follows the struggle of a broken man searching for the missing pieces of his mind. With intense cutscenes and intriguing story items throughout the levels, the players can unravel a story that will keep them guessing to the end. Um, and it says, um, the main character Ian's mind is torn between the gritty r- real world and the nightmarish horror of his dreams. Pascure contrasts between the cold, brutal combat-orientated levels of the real world to the more puzzle-solving and survival gameplay in the abstract dream worlds. It says, action versus stealth. Be bold and engage your enemies with time-bending gun battles and brutal jaw-crunching combos, or pick the stealthy approach where evasion tactics and slick stealth takedowns allow you to outsmart your enemies in silence. Choose the right path in each situation, as there are pros and cons to each playing style. So yeah, it sounds sounds like it might be a bit interesting. The there's trailers and stuff on the website which I recommend people check out if you're into sort of survival horror, um, sort of evil within type stuff. Cool. So mm. Alright. Yeah. Very nice. Um uh let's see what else we've got here. Um mm. Kirby Star Allies on March 16th for Nintendo Switch. That's yes. the new Yay. Kirby game. So yes. are, is anyone excited about that game? Kelsey seems yes. to be at least a little excited. 
I I might yes. check it out. I'll I'll wait and see what the deal is with it before I it, decide whether to take the plunge. It'll be a Kirby game. Well, yeah. It looks so cute. It says that in the title. It's a Kirby game. Why you guys? You guys are just running right over Kelsey. She's trying to talk about the Kirby, game. Kirby is yeah, the breed. I'm trying to explain how cute it is. Go ahead. Go and ahead. you're just fucking Go interrupting. Go ahead. <laughs> It's S- cute. Did you see me. the? Did you see the little gif of them snuggling? Did you see it's it? It's gif, Kelsey. I've no. seen Kirby do that. Yeah, but it's cute. He has and a it's mechanic gif. where he kisses. All right, it's yeah. a gif. Don't start this war. Talking I'm games leaving. official. I'm leaving. Po- talking games official position is that it's gif. No. Okay. No, they're lying. They're lying to you. <laughs> it's graphical interface file. I don't care if the creator of it says it's a gif. It's a gif. gif. Okay. I didn't even know Bobby's that. Right. Fuck you. He's right. The creator Bobby's is wrong. Right. If you put a T on the end of the word, uh, at the end of G-I-F, what would, it, what would you call it? You call a it gift. a gift. A gift. A, a gift, yeah, okay. Here's your Christmas gift. That's how gifts. we say it in Canada, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's no, Canadian. that can't be your excuse. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> new Kirby game. All right. Uh, sea of Thieves on March 20th. Yeah. Uh, so definitely going to check that <laughs> um, out. Also Attack on Titan 2, which I'm kind of tempted by. It looks kind of cool. That first I played game the was, first game was and it crazy. was surprisingly decent. Yeah. So uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 on the 21st. I didn't know. I knew that there was the one on the PS3. I didn't know that there had been even other Valkyria Chronicle games. Meh. Um, that game was cool on the PS3, though. That tactical... Mm. Uh, role-playing game so that's neat there's another one coming out um a way out which i am very excited to play which is that co-op prison escape game from that very outspoken game creator (laughs) um you play the whole thing co-op you can play it seems like you can play the whole thing co-op um online with only one person having the game was that the deal that that somebody talked yeah you get a code with it so you can your friend can download it as well yeah which is pretty neat that's a pretty neat thing to do um considering that the game kind of they kind of needs to be played co-op the fact that they provide you with a second code is pretty neat and pretty novel i think i wouldn't expect something like that to happen um but that game looks that the game looks really really cool Uh, but it 23rd is a pretty busy day a way out Detective Pikachu makes its way to the United States. <laughs> Kelsey's going to be all over that. Kelsey is on, very Speak excited. to us about Detective Pikachu. I'm just excited because it's Pikachu. <laughs> this is fair enough. It looks good. <laughs> it looks good. Official, it is, it is official box quote. Because the, uh, it's advertised for you know 3DS, and on the box it says... Doesn't have 3D. <laughs> like, it just, it literally, like, it doesn't say that, but it says something like, no 3D in this one. <laughs> so it's like Fair Nintendo's enough. like, like, we're not fucking doing that anymore. There was another game that came out from Nintendo that didn't have any 3D in it. Uh, Fire Emblem, uh, whatever the one was, the remake of the Super Nintendo one that I played. Echoes? Uh, something? Sure. sure, sure. Sure. We went over, we went over this like two shows ago. I can't do this again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, also on the 23rd, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom is coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, did any of you guys finish that first game? Any of you I guys? Didn't. Very long. I yeah. didn't finish it, but I liked it. Yeah. Yes. Like, I yeah. kind of want to give this one a try. It, it had a 
a Welsh character that was shaped like a nose. Mr. Droopy. Was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That character was awesome. <laughs> uh, I probably played like and... 10 or 15 hours of it, but the problem was it was long. And also the combat system was sort of simplistic. So I got a little like bored with the combat oh. system, I remember. Um, it was well, a long time. To your standards, game. huh? No, it was not to my standards. I have a higher oh standards. Also, one of the nicest looking games that's ever been yeah. made. Yes, it looks incredible. Yeah. This one doesn't have the direct involvement of Studio Ghibli, uh, like the first oh. one did, but it has the mm. same art style to it. So, mm-hmm. um, the twenty seventh, uh, we've got Far Cry Five. Um, and MLB The Show 18 coming out. Uh, Far Cry 5, I think, is going to be one of those like very contentious games, considering what they've shown so far. Is um, that the one that takes place in like the Midwest or whatever? It's in like Montana, I think. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't. Would Montana be yeah, considered I think in the, the Midwest? Matter of that game's. I guess it would be right. Montana, <laughs> Montana would be the Midwest, I oh, guess, right? Oh, uh, sure. If you're from Montana, let us know because I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's more like the north middle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's it, it's it seems like it's going to bring up or use certain tensions and problems that are happening in America, but not yeah. really have anything to say about them. Just use them as sort of like fodder. Um, to be fair, that's what they've always done with situations in other countries. So I can't really can't really fault them so much for that. But um, it's still, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to have a there's going to be a lot of discussion around Far Cry 5. We're going to hear some shit. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, that's it for March as far as the big stuff goes. Um, and then after that, you know, it's uh, we really have a little bit in April, May, and June to talk about. Um, Pillars of Eternity 2 comes out in April. Um, God of War and Nintendo Labo come out on 420. So oh, man. So going to blaze it up and then oh, kill yep, some yep. Norse gods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to build me a robot, man. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Kratos uh, imbibes and fucking cheers up. Yeah. Hey, I'm real Odin. curious about it's that cool. game. It's cool. I'm very curious about it. Yes, yeah. I'm very curious about it. Um, I, I want to see... First of all, I know a lot of people are excited because they're like, oh, this God of War is 28 hours long or 30, or 30 hours long. A lot of people are excited about that fact. That mm. makes me very sad because I don't need yeah. another thirty-hour yeah. game in my life. It better I would, carry I would, it. I would have loved a, a, just another eight to twelve-hour-long God of War game. That would have been wonderful in in, in my book. But um, yes, yeah, sorry. Go I ahead. don't. I don't like that. Like I, I enjoy that world, but I don't want to be in it for that amount of time. Mm. And as I alluded to. Kratos isn't exactly the most enjoyable of main characters in a game. But, I don't um, know, I'm, I'm so willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, they've been advertising this as just a very different thing. And I'm yeah, so no, curious. absolutely. It looks like they're taking if a chance. If it is, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I, will, I, I, I am with you. If it is the words. same old, same old, that will fucking suck. Yeah. yeah. They've um, been very, very, like, forceful about it not being the same old, same old, though. So right. I, I, I think... I, that's, that's the only reason I'm really even interested in it is because they've yes. said it's going to be so different. And what they've shown seems very different. So I, I'm willing to at least take a look at it and, and see what it is. Um, Nintendo Labo is going to be crazy. We talked about that yeah. already. Um, we got the, uh, the the Wii U, the Switch port of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze coming out um, on May 4th. Um, 
We also have the Dark Souls remastered uh, coming to Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, uh, and Steam and PS4 as well. So two um, games on previous consoles or systems that are now coming to the Switch. Um, and uh, With there's a, 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 Do you like that Donkey Kong game, Matt? No, the game's good. The game is really good. I, you know, I'm a little... I want new games, you know, on the Switch, mm-hmm. but... Uh, you know, well, Freeze you weren't excited game. about the Kirby game, Matt. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm very sorry. You can't You're have right. everything you want, all right? At least they're giving me Funky Kong. It's true. Playable. He's the funky one. Yeah, it's playable. He playable. pulls out a surfboard or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, Synonymous with funky. I do really want to see how Dark Souls runs on the Nintendo Switch. Just like academically very curious about how it's going to go. Um, so I am interested in that. And then the, everything else, there's a lot of other stuff, obviously, but nothing that really has concrete release dates yet. Uh, I know everyone's very excited about Red Dead. Um, supposed to be coming this year. Um, I'm very much looking forward to yeah. State of Decay 2. Because um, uh, the, the stuff they've shown for the multiplayer and stuff in that game seems like it'll be a ton of fun to play with friends and also probably stream some. So, and that's included in that there Microsoft game pass. So I'll be able to try it out for very little money. Um, and, uh, what else am I excited for? Oh, Spider-Man. I'm guessing Hugh, that you're probably pretty excited about that. Hell yeah. Um, rumor is that that will be out, um, towards the end of September. Um, apparently a retailer who, um, has a habit of leaking release dates early and is fairly reliable. Um, posted it as being the 28th of September, so fingers crossed that's right, because I can get it for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I'm looking forward to Days Gone whenever that hits. I'll be surprised if it does come this year, but, um, you know, that game does look quite interesting. If it pulls off what they're trying to do, it could be something pretty cool. Is that that zombie game from Sony? Yeah. yeah. Okay. With the biker. It's sort of like the dynamic world where like the weather impacts it and how you, you there's multiple ways to go about sort of your um your missions and the missions don't always play out the same way twice. Um because they showed a video where there was like one um one occasion where this guy was on a mission and he was driving to wherever he needed to go and there was like a trap laid across the road so his motorbike hit the trap and caused him to crash and they were like oh, okay so they sort of went back and they were like you could play it again at a different time of day mm. and drive up this road and there wouldn't be a trap there so there's kind of like mm. you know a, a cool bit of variation there. and if 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 that does happen and it does work it, i think it'll be a fun like game to sort of compare your experiences of that world with other people's yeah um and just how much variety there is to the that sort of supposedly, I guess, random-ish edge to it. So it does look cool. That's very cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just for me, it's like it's a game where you kill a lot of zombies. So I like, I don't like yeah. my my excitement level mm-hmm. sort of like dips a little bit. And you're um, a guy on a bike. Just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm willing, I'm willing to be surprised by it. So that that's I think that's a couple of our listeners here. Um, at Badney Groon says excited for Red Dead Two, God of War, and Spider Man. Um, 
Michael Zedro says, God of War, Detroit Become Human, Red Dead 2, MLB The Show, and, and Ori, because there's supposed to be an Ori in the Blind Forest sequel hmm. coming out this year as well. We didn't say that. It was on the list of games without dates, but I'm sure about halfway through the year, post D3, we'll go do another one of these shows where we run down all the other stuff that's been announced. Um, Ori will be an exclusive, right? The first one was. It was. They did put out a Steam version of it, but I don't know. Okay. It should just be an Xbox game, yeah, I would assume. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, at... Manny underscore 1710 says Anthem, but pretty sure it's been pushed back to the beginning of 2019 now. And it has, Manny. Yeah, it has. You are correct. I'll be I'll be amazed if Red Dead gets released this year. Yeah. Like Rockstar are terrible at hitting their not that they've given a release date, but like, you know, they, they don't do not delaying. Yeah. Basically. That's, <laughs> they, no, that's very they, true. And they can totally put it out whenever they fucking want to. Yeah, and, I don't care. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like Rockstar, you put your games out whenever the hell you want. As long as they're in keeping with your usual quality, that's all I need. Yeah. Also, there's a freaking Toe Jam and Earl game out this year. Oh, shit. I'm up for that. Yeah, that sounds cool. Is it going to be like Mm. real Toe Jam and Earl or like that bullshit they put on the Xbox? I guess it's real i guess let's see if there's a website for it i mean it's the original creator i know that Ooh. yes yeah this is the one that was kickstarted isn't yeah. it yeah oh okay so that's actually happening okay mm-hmm. that's that, that, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool yeah it is pretty that's neat. interesting yeah toe jam yeah. and earl yeah i don't have yeah, yeah. I, I, back in the groove i don't have a ton of nostalgia for toe jam and earl um I don't think I played it when I was a kid, but I know yeah. that it introduced a lot of interesting concepts that weren't really around yet. Yeah, it was uh, at it the was, time. It was an interesting game. It was very different because you know it's, it, it's not a game that you know it, back in those days you know, everything was like leveled or whatever, and this one was more about like just exploring different yeah. layers, and it, it was fast. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. game, and it's funky. Very funky. Mm-hmm. It's very um, funky. Just a, another word out there. We're still looking for contributors, uh, both people who may want, may want to do video. And also, we were looking for a new member of the podcast. So if you're interested, uh, please email us, games at talkingcomicbooks.com. Let us know why you want to be a part of the team. And uh, I didn't ask this the first time, but maybe link to your like social profiles and stuff like that um, so we can, we can see what you're all about. Because there is a certain uh, type of... Uh, uh, person we're looking for to be part of the podcast. So uh, we want to be able to look at that stuff. And if you've done videos or done podcasts before, please link to them because, you know, that anything you can do to show us that you are, uh, you know, you have some experience and you're comfortable on the mic. It's not it's not the only um, requirement, obviously, because I've asked a lot of people to do podcasts and they've done podcasts before and they've done great. So I, that's not really an issue. But I, if, you know, yeah, and it, I'm still on the podcast. So. Yeah, well, that's just because we like you in real life, you. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, we've already got a guy with a mustache so. it's true no mustache no men with mustaches that's just so you can't take matt's brand and if you yes. have must if you if you have a mustache and you stay. only play old games you also doubly cannot be part of the show stay in your fucking lane <laughs> kelsey takes up the youth quota no no please be under 25 that's my only request under 25 <laughs> please i want to be older please please be in nappies yeah or, or diapers whichever you call them okay um so yeah games at talkingcomicbooks.com uh that's where you need to send it don't 
tweet at us uh, about that because uh, it's better if we just have it all in an email because that way I can keep track of it uh, and won't lose your application. Um, but do follow us on Twitter at Talking Underscore Games and mm-hmm. tweet at us um, if you have any comments about the show. Um, and the same token, head over to iTunes and please, please, please review the show. It really means a lot when people are trying to search for the show in iTunes. It's one of the biggest things that pushes the show up in search rankings. So if you haven't reviewed us or rated us yet, please do that. Um, it takes a couple of seconds and uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, you can head over to youtube.com slash talking games videos. Uh, we have a couple of videos going up this week already. We had our What is Sea of Thieves. We've got a What is Subnautica heading up here to talk about in the show. It's going to be there. Um, and we did our first PUBG happy hour on Friday, which ended spectacularly. Um, so yeah, it's- man, that was like one of the, like bet- between me and you, Bobby, we've got like probably pushing 400 hours in that game between us and that was probably the goofiest shit i've ever seen absolutely um the stream was really goofy at times too because we had about like 17 separate types of technical problems along the way um and uh, there's some audio issues all throughout it but uh i think we learned and so next time around it's gonna be much better so look 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 out for that twitch.tv slash talking games is our is our twitch channel um and uh we are a humble partner so uh, if you're interested in check out the Humble Bundle, either one of the bundles that they've got going or the hum- Humble Monthly Bundle, which Hugh and I can both attest is uh, really, really great um, value for what we get. If you have a PC really is. and you play PC games, it's really awesome. Um, you get usually get at least something uh, like current and then a bunch of semi-current to just like couple, last couple of years games in every one. Uh, it's like 12 bucks a month, I think it, uh, it is, uh, American. Uh, it's really good. And this is, we don't get paid by Humble. It's only if you go and get the Humble Bundle, we get a little bit of like the amount of money and you get to choose how much of your purchase goes towards us, how much it goes towards charity. It's a really good, good thing to do. Um, you get cool games, you get to give to charity. It's a really neat idea. There's links to that in the show notes over on talkingcomplex.com. So check that out if, if you get uh, if you get the chance. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's all the, the business we have to go through for today. We are going to be recording um, Game of the Year uh, this Sunday. That will be live for patrons, and then it will come out uh, most likely on the normal show day. Uh, so next Thursday you'll have uh, your Game of the Year 2017 show. Uh, it will be long. It will be very, very long. Let- Battle command. Uh, I'm fun. so goddamn excited. <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt's like, can I nominate Zelda for every single one of the top ten positions? Ten through one. It, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. It has many games, so why the fuck not? <laughs> Shrine number sixty-five. You can game of the year. <laughs> you can golf in Zelda you can, with big boulders. Got plenty of time to talk about Zelda later. Um... Huh. Let's uh let's do our personal fitters. <laughs> I'm at Bobby Shortle. Hugh. I am at H underscore Paz. Kelsey. Kel Samus Key L S S A M U S. Matt. I am at Johnny Matt Wood on Twitter and Instagram. Oh my goodness. Mm. Got a little sexy mm. on there. Mm. Get on the inst yeah. Mm. Slide his <clears throat> DMs on Instagram. Sli- Please. <laughs> yeah. Look Slide. at his stories and comment on them, kids. <laughs> yes. No, don't say kids. <laughs> it was just a term. It's it, it's a Calm loaded down. term for Matt's profession, so you can't you can't. Yes, yes, can't do that. yes. We can never say that. <laughs> Please, man. Um, but that's gonna do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. Until next time, thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Kelsey. 
Thank you, Matt. Oh, thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another.